This CityWire podcast is sponsored by Scottish Mortgage Investment Trust. Scottish Mortgage invests in some of the world's most promising and exceptional companies, from healthcare breakthroughs to electric vehicles to a green energy revolution. Scottish Mortgage takes stakes in businesses shaping our future economy and society. As with any investment, capital is at risk. Hello and welcome to The Advice Show. From advice to practice management, this podcast will give you UK and global insights into the financial planning profession. I'm Nicola, a reporter at New Model Advisor, and our guest today is Will Lloyd-Jones, Director of Beaufort Financial Planning, St. Asif and Chester. So this week, 70 UK companies began a six-month trial of a four-day work week, and it has got a lot of people thinking about whether such a model could be successful at their own firms. But a four-day work week is nothing new to Gwil and his firm. So yeah, it's great to have you here, Gwil, to talk to you about you know the ups and downs and how this model worked for your advice firm. Um, so I guess to begin, you know, when did your firm begin this trial? How long did it last for? And what made you want to do it in the first place? Brilliant. Thanks, Nicola. Thanks for inviting me on. This is a, this is a topic that I really do hold close to my heart. Actually, it's made a big difference for us. So um, we. Well, I've been, I've been thinking about this trial for uh, a while now. I think that the pandemic was, was pretty tough going for, for a lot of us. Um, and it certainly made me more aware of how I wanted to spend my time, um, who I wanted to spend that time with, and actually what our priorities are. Um, that led me to then start thinking, well, actually, you know, should we be, are we most effective working five days a week? Are we most effective working just typically nine till five in the office? Um, And and exploring a few options. Um, That led to then, as part of my research and and looking into this, I'd read a lot into a trial that was done in Iceland between um, 2015 and 2019. And that wasn't specific to the financial sector. It was was pretty uh, across the board. Um, But they found that actually productivity either was maintained or even improved in in many, uh, many firms. So that led me to, to, to then approach this topic with the other directors of the firm. And we ultimately agreed to then trial this between December and January. Uh, some would say that this is an ideal time to trial it. Uh, and some would say, actually, it's not a great time because that, you know, typically things are, are a bit shorter over Christmas and, and, and office closing and what have you. Um, we actually ended up extending an extra month until the end of February to, 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 to make sure we were comfortable with, with what was going on. Um, but since then, happy to, to say that we've, we've uh, rolled that out as, as a permanent move for us. Fantastic, fantastic. So it was successful in the end. Very successful, very successful. So, you know, we, we, we tested this in, in a number of ways, really. And I do think it, it's still a work in motion. Um, but ultimately, the staff and I are, are all very happy very content with what's going on and importantly so are the clients and, and we've really tried to keep them involved along with this as well as as gathering live feedback as we go along to, to see if we need to make any tweaks here and there. Great and how many employees uh, are at your firm roughly Quill? Um, so we're, we're, we're a fairly small firm so we've got um, three administrators and um, three advisors at the moment but we are in the process of, of looking to, to grow and, and make a few changes in the business. Um, but, uh, but it was important for this to work across the board. You know, what I found in the past is, is from my own personal opinion is actually that 
not working nine to five and, and working lots of evenings and mornings actually has been one of the the pros of, of why I've enjoyed being a financial planner in the past in that if I work a little bit harder, typically you can get a, a better better outcome for, for clients and, and for ourselves. So I've enjoyed that. But ultimately, with having young children, being married and going through the pandemic and seeing how it's affected all of our family separately, that did then make me think, well, actually, how sustainable is it for us to, for or for me to continue working the hours that I was working? And actually, what am I potentially missing out on? And ultimately, what are our staff potentially missing out on as, as far as families are concerned um, by just going through the, the same old, same old, if you like, in terms of um, the, the way that we'd structure our week? Yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, I mean, you know, I'm sure a big concern that a lot of people have when considering whether this would work at their business at their firm is, is you know, that question of productivity and whether the the work that's that's processed can really, you know, it can be done to the same extent if you're cutting cutting the week down by a whole day. So I guess, you know, was that something you had to consider? And um, you know, clearly, clearly the answer was yes, it can be done. So could you could you say a bit more about that? Yeah, of course. And I think there's there's two parts to that really for us. So a classic four day week will be um, same pay, um, but the hours being reduced from five days to four days. We've kind of taken a, a slightly more hybrid approach in that we were previously finishing on a Friday at three o'clock, so doing a thirty-eight day, a thirty-hour, thirty-eight hour week rather than a forty-hour week, and we've cut that then down to thirty-six hours. So we've added on an extra hour on the Monday to Thursday, and in return having the full Friday off. Um, one of the reasons I felt that we'd, we'd try this is because. Um, I didn't feel that I certainly didn't benefit from the, the couple of hours on a Friday. I tended to kind of carry on working through anyway. And actually, the admin that we did have in the business, you know, speaking to them is is what could they make better use of? Actually, the, those two hours were, were not doing a great deal for them. So in return is a, an extra, we, we now work half past eight till half past five in the office. Um, for the advisors, I think there's an incentive to, to still do more if they want to do more. Um, and typically the payoff of doing the, a few evenings a week, whether that's sat with a client or whether that's um, doing some, uh, some extra work, means that you still get the Friday off. And what was really important to me was that actually we did all have the same day off. Uh, again, that was part of my, my reading in terms of should we stagger this? But for me, it's, it's all about the team culture. We all work together as a team to deliver fantastic outcomes for our clients. And in return, we all get that same day off. Um, yeah. But one of the big things you asked there is in terms of, you know, how can it work? And I think there's two factors that, that really can make it a success and will ultimately will also be the failure uh, if they're not executed properly. One of them is the culture and the individuals within the business. If that culture and the people are not right, if they haven't got clients at heart, if they're not willing to work hard, during the time that they're in work, this will just not work because it, it's not um, the case of just having the extra day off in return for no extra work through the week. It's it's the case of let's all come together, deliver our fantastic outcomes, and we all take um, uh, benefit from doing so. And actually, we found very, very quickly that having the extra day off on the weekend led to us being far more productive through the week for the following week than when we were just having the, the typical two-day weekend, um, which also led to better client outcomes because if any ad hoc client uh, queries come in, 
we're better on hand to, to pick those up. And then the other aspect that I do think it's uh, will make this a success or, or failure is technology. You have to be able to adapt to, to new technologies. Uh, you need to be able to streamline your processes as far as possible. And we're by no means 100% there yet. But what I found it really interesting is it, it's very much highlighted those pinch point areas of our advice process that I do need to put some work in to make them a, a little bit more streamlined. So again, there's a, there's a big positive that's come for, for us in terms of us allowing to, to, to see what we need to, to get better at. Yeah, interesting. So kind of several factors that are playing into ultimately just maintaining productivity throughout the week. Um, I, I think a big question as well, Will, that, that advisors might have is, you know, what, what do you tell clients and how do you deal with newer existing clients that want to get in contact on a Friday? Yeah, fine. So I've, I've been very open with, with all our clients and I think communication not only internally is key, but externally as well in terms of us talking to our clients about what's going on and, and just explaining the reasons behind it. You know, ultimately, the reason we're doing this is not to give our staff extra time off for, for no benefit in, in return. Actually, what we're trying to do is to ensure that our staff are healthier, both physically and mentally. They are uh, more focused when they're in the office and they will make less mistakes as a result. So if we can, we, I tell my clients, if we can make sure that our staff are, when they're in the office, they are 100% there and able to support our, uh, our clients, then our clients know that they're gonna get a far superior service over time and ultimately over a much longer period of time as well, because we're not putting ourselves at risk of burnout. And for us as a fairly small office, having one or two mem key members of staff off with, with either illness um, or feeling the stress of, of, of how things are going can have a huge impact on, on both us and our clients. So looking after our staff first and foremost will have big consequences in terms of the, the experience our clients will, will see. Yeah, great. And, and were clients generally quite respectful of that? Absolutely. You know, and I think they, you know, they've been through the same process we all have in terms of through this pandemic and, and, and seeing um, what the, the stresses and strains have, have, have come through there. Um, and they've, they've all been very supportive. I can't think of any uh, negative comments um, from any clients that I've spoken to and just explained the reasons of, of what we're doing. Ultimately, clients have all, all got out their advisor's mobile number. So if they did have a genuine emergency on a Friday, I always make it clear that they can contact them. But what, what that means for our advisors is that our advisor can pick up that call if they want to either walk in the dog in the hills or with their kids in the park rather than sat behind a desk on a Friday afternoon. Yeah, I see what you mean. And, and presumably knowing that if they do receive a call, it you know, it is important and, and a serious one that they should that they yeah, should take. Ultimately, again, it comes down to the individuals and we know that each of our advisors care deeply about all the clients that we service. So it's it's their client, they're responsible for, for the client outcomes and the experience. And they know if that a client needs them, that I've got no hesitation that they'll all, all pick that up and, and deal with it at the time. Yeah, yeah, great. Um, well, you mentioned that um, something that's vital to make this work is to have a workforce that is really committed and can show that they maintain that productivity and that kind of, um, you know, 
that that um, motivation to work hard for clients over four days, not five days. So do you think it's best to be kind of um, qualitative in how you go about measuring the success of this? I, I would do, I would do it both ways. So we 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 undertook a, a survey of our um, staff before we started in terms of. Um, how they felt about certain metrics, whether that's um, their workload, whether that's their family life, whether that's stress levels um, and any sort of apprehensives um, they did have about going to a four-day week in which we did have uh, one particular staff member that said that she was concerned with having the extra time off because her husband actually would be working on that Friday. So how would she fill that time? We then did the exact same survey again two months later, and it was resounding positive. So all concerns had gone. Everyone had found that that extra day off helped them to better their own life. Um, so another one of our admin had, had recently become um, a grandmother for the first time. So it meant that she had far more time to help her daughter, her new grandchild um, over the Christmas period. And again, it, it, it means that she comes in then on a Monday morning completely refreshed. She feels that she's met all her needs um, outside of work and then can come in and meet her needs in work. So then on top of that, then we, we wanted to make sure that the work standards and quantity didn't slip either. So we've been keeping an eye on number of cases that we've been working on. Uh, on a monthly basis so we have team meetings every other week and in there we look at all the cases that we've got live at the time so they've not decreased at all we also then get compliance stats uh, and key metrics from uh, from the network in terms of how many of our cases get passed um, first time second time etc we've always been quite strong on on those to be honest and, and, and prided ourselves on, on making sure we do things right the first time to save us time down the line um, and that's not slipped at all. If in fact it's probably got better through this, and that that's further justification of the extra rest, uh, the extra recuperation that our staff um, are having with the extra day off is actually fundamentally feeding through into into the quality of the work. Yeah, I see. I see. That's really interesting. Um, so, well, do you think you could say this being taken up more broadly among advice firms? I think I think people will consider it. And obviously with the, the, the more wider and publicized trial that's going on at the moment or just beginning at the moment, I think it will, will help people to consider that. But ultimately, I do think that it will work for the firms that want it to work and it won't work for those that, that don't want it to work. It's, it's very much like financial planning for our clients. It, it's so specific to the firms themselves. And um, I do see that the key, like I said before, the key metrics are the clients, the technology, and actually the willingness to to, to take on board the four-day week. Um, if I'm honest, I probably don't want the whole advice uh, uh, profession to take it on board because we use it as, uh, certainly in, in the local area uh, across North Wales, is you know a bit of a unique point at the moment in that... Um, we offer the extra flexibility, the extra work-life balance. And in return, we only want the best coming into our business to help support and grow our, our business. So we're using it as a way of, of speaking to not just advisors, but back office staff as well, um, and, and allowing ourselves to stand out from others. Yeah, that's really interesting. Actually, just to touch on something you said, you mentioned that, you know, how important like um, technology is to just kind of speed up your, your everyday work, really. You know, I think everyone listening knows that that for kind of back office staff, um, you know, 
paperwork, just admin work really increased for financial advisors uh, over the past few years. So, um, yeah, how has that kind of helped? Yeah, so like I said, I think the key thing for us is that we are not perfect by any means, but it has highlighted the areas that we need to get better on. So what we're looking to very soon implement as our advice process is that clients will input their data and update their data, uh, their, their information before coming in to see us. The majority of our clients do come into the office for, for their meetings or have it online. We'll then have our meeting, which will be heavily um, um, cash flow um, orientated. So we'll do that within the, uh, during within the meeting. And then everything is then uploaded onto a, a platform for the clients to be able to see and have access to, to past meeting data. Um, so really it's, it's about that onboarding process is it if the clients can add their information themselves up front ahead of that meeting, it saves an awful lot of time and paperwork. And actually it, it makes the meeting so much more enjoyable and far more productive if I'm not sat asking a client how much is in their current account or uh, what their national insurance number is um, during those meetings. So actually the clients walk away far happier. We walk away far happier because we've had a better outcome. Um, and ultimately that, that relationship has just strengthened over time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, one final question really. What do you like to do with your free Fridays? My Fridays are brilliant. And, and I, I really love them because it's time that I never ever thought I'd have. So um, I've got I've got three kids and our youngest uh, is will be four this summer. So she's now started doing two hours in school uh, a day. So on a Friday, I'm able to drop her off at nine instead of taking her to breakfast club before going to school. I then typically uh, have some time, two hours for myself, which again is quite a rarity with three kids. So I use those two hours to then go running with some friends. Um, I then able to pick up Soph, my daughter, from school at 11. And then I've got uh, four hours where it's just pure one-on-one -on -one time with her. And that's time that I never, ever expected to have um, with her as she's growing up. And I've not had with our, our two older boys. So I'm able to take her out for lunch. I'm able to take her to the park. Um, and it's it, it just makes everything else and the late, the, the longer hours through the week, far more meaningful knowing that I've got that coming at the end of every week. Fantastic. That sounds like a pretty nice way to spend a Friday. <laughs> um, well, I think we're going to have to wrap up there. But thank you very much, Will, again, for joining us. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, if you want to get in contact about this episode, any questions for me uh, or for Will, uh, shoot me an email, nblackburn at citywide.co.uk. Or you can find us on Twitter. We're at New Model Advisor. Thanks very much again, everyone, for listening. This CityWire podcast is sponsored by Scottish Mortgage Investment Trust. Scottish Mortgage invests in some of the world's most promising and exceptional companies, from healthcare breakthroughs to electric vehicles to a green energy revolution. Scottish Mortgage takes stakes in businesses shaping our future economy and society. As with any investment, capital is at risk.